Fourth Sunday of Advent, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now... Your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. I've titled this lesson, Yielding to God. And so I'd like us to think about yield signs for a minute. Yield signs of all sorts require us to defer to the driver who has the right of way. But yielding can also be a figurative way of thinking. What rights of way, for example, do you defer to in your life? We defer to other drivers when we encounter a yield sign as we're out driving. But in our life, we yield in different ways. We give the right of way to other things. We yield to self-help books and different self-help philosophies. We yield to the advice of others. Sometimes we have TV preachers or podcasts that we listen to or other books that we consult when we're looking for answers. Some of us just take the flip-a-coin approach, and we yield to whatever result seems to come randomly to us. And still others of us take the completely exasperated approach. We just lose our minds when we think about what needs to be done and how we're going to handle it, and never really recover. I want us to think about Mary's example and how we should defer to God's direction and learn from Mary's humble attitude of yielding and trust to God. Mary is an example in, in this passage for each of us. She heard an unclear word, and she was unsure about it. But that was okay. She wondered how God would make something work out of what looked to be impossible, but she still trusted God and his word, and ultimately she yielded to him. How many of us find decisions in our life or different times that things appear to be unclear? 
it's okay for us to recognize that lack of clarity and focus. And it's okay for us, just like Mary, to wonder how God will do something when it looks to be impossible. The important thing to remember about the example of Mary is that in all of this, she trusted God and his word and yielded to him. God's direction isn't always clear at first, but it does come into focus. Luke chapter 1 verse 29 says, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. We know that the angel was there to bring God's word, but to Mary it sounded confusing, and she was greatly troubled at first by his words, didn't know why he was there, and didn't understand what he meant. And so we see that sometimes when God's word or God's direction comes to us, it isn't always clear. It takes us a while to figure out, or we need to wait for something else to happen before his word becomes clear to us. And we also need to recognize that yielding to God is not always easy. We also learn in this verse that Mary was greatly troubled. And just like Mary, it's okay for us to be troubled. We don't have to immediately understand what we think God is doing or saying. A lot of times, I think because of little things that we hear or see in other people, we expect that God's instructions to us or the way that God's trying to lead us will be crystal clear from the very beginning. And sometimes that's the case, but it's not always the case. And I would say in my own experience, it's been, it, more often it's been where I've had to function like Mary, where I've had to try to piece together what was said, to wait upon something else, to trust God, and to yield to Him. Yielding is not always easy, and it can lead us to be troubled, and that's okay. And sometimes we will wonder how yielding to God will work out. Mary asked the angel, how will this be, since I am a virgin, in Luke chapter 1, verse 34. The angel told Mary that she was going to bear a child, and Mary knew from her understanding of biology that that wasn't possible. It physically wasn't possible. And so despite hearing this word, and she wasn't disobedient in asking these questions by any stretch, she was trying to grasp by faith what it was God was doing and saying to her. And so it's the same for us. Sometimes we will wonder how yielding to God will work out. And so we see in the example of Mary here that God's direction isn't always clear at first. But when we try to yield to that direction, it's not always easy, and sometimes we'll have questions about it. And all of those things are okay. The thing that is most important is that we take the posture of Mary in trusting God as the foundational part of faith in yielding to Him. And so we see in Luke chapter 1 verse 37, the promise that no word from God will ever fail. And if we believe that, if we believe that nothing God says or promises will fail, then we can trust him. And whatever words and guidance and instructions we receive from him, no matter how unclear they seem to us in the moment, no matter how difficult they are for us to yield to, if we trust God, 
we'll always be able to yield ourselves to him because we believe that our yielding is in service of waiting upon God to reveal his promise. I want to encourage us as we listen to this episode today to adopt Mary's attitude of humility and acceptance in yielding to God. Mary said to the angel in chapter 1 verse 38, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Imagine if we adopted such an attitude in times of trouble, in times of calm, in times of anxiety, in times when we need support. If we, in humility, were able to say to God, I am your servant, may your word be fulfilled. God affirms both himself by his word and by the angel, and he affirms Mary through the angel. God worked with Mary's fear and anxiety to embolden her to yield to him. Where are you fearful or anxious in yielding to God? In this fourth week of Advent, less than one week now until Christmas, where is anxiety showing up in your life? Where is difficulty in yielding to God creeping in? Think about how you can let God's word strengthen your resolve to yield to him. And then as we think about Christmas in less than one week, enjoy God's gift of Jesus to you this season while giving back to him a gift of trust and yielding. Focus yourself on God and on his will not on consumerism, decorations, or even gifts, but on the greatness of God who works the impossible and has given us the greatest gift of all in the gospel. Enjoy God's gift to you this season, the gift of Jesus, and give a gift of trust and yielding back to him. Where are you struggling to yield? Gift, grace, and gospel will help you yield to him and offer that gift of trust back to your father. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please go to the show notes to leave feedback or ask questions or to find ways of engaging with others around this content. And be sure to listen to the Spotify playlist that I've created to accompany this podcast. Thank you again.